What is up, Ditch the Job listeners? Mark Bird, the podcasting coach here, helping people to launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts. And there are so many people who are wondering, how do I make the transition from job to running my own operation? And operation pretty much is you just doing what you love to do, doing work you love to do, and uh, being able to fill in the gap between uh, I love doing this and, oh, I have bills to pay. So we fill that gap as well. Uh, in this process. Our guest who joins us today, she is a personal growth author, blogger, and book collaborator and ghostwriter uh, for some of today's top personal growth industry experts. Her latest project is with the founder of Mind Valley, uh, who is the number one New York Times bestselling author of The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Um, as Duo is working on his second book, which will be coming out in May 2020. And she helps authors shape their transformative ideas into books. She herself has also written eight books, including Super You, How Technology is Revolutionizing What It Means to Be Human. Our guest for this episode of Ditch the Job is none other than Kay Walker. Kay, welcome to the show. Wow, thanks, Mark. I'm so excited to be here. I love this topic. I can't wait to dig in. Kay, I'm so happy to have you on Ditch the Job and... I feel like one of the things people have to think about is actually making the transition, actually making it happen instead of just thinking it. So what are some of the first things we need to know so we could start on the path to transition and then making it a reality? Well, I think definitely the first thing is understanding where you want to go in your career, really knowing um, the next steps for you, because I was in my early 20s working as an event planner, which is completely not what I do now. And I knew at the time that I would not be able to sustain that career because it was, I was very, very successful at an early age, but it was a crazy lifestyle. <laughs> like, you know, working nine to five, but then in the evenings running events till midnight, sometimes two in the morning, then going home, sleeping for a few hours and doing it all over again, you know, and, and also at the same time I was coaching leadership programs and I found that my heart was in that. I was really passionate about the leadership programs I would do in the evenings and the weekends. And I would then go to work and I'd be putting, you know, table linens on uh, on tables thinking, what am I doing with my life, right? So how did I start that transition? Well, it, I, I think one of the best things to do is to look at where you are right now in your career or, um, you know, if you're in school and look at how do you pivot? How do you slowly merge from one place to the other place? And uh, so one of the things that I started to do was was look at, okay, so I'm an event planner now. I want to get into uh, the personal development world more. I want to build my own businesses. What's a good skill to learn? And one of the things that came up for me was digital marketing. You know, everyone these days needs to know digital marketing. So I think that is, you, you have to think, like, what are these micro skills that I need to be successful no matter what? And so my transition was actually into the world of digital marketing to learn everything about email marketing, everything about building websites so that I could start to build my own platforms. And it is smart to think that way in micro skills because some skills matter more than others. But when it comes to getting your own job, a lot of people are doing it online these days. A lot of people are doing it home these days. 
And you can't really do that without using the internet, without knowing digital marketing. So maybe you want to uh, like create social media content, marketing content, like what I do, podcasting, mm -hmm. like what I do. Maybe you want, you're a gardener. I always use gardening as my example because I'm not a gardener, but uh, you, you want to do a gardening tutorial. Well, that's got to get online and digital marketing. So that's a micro skill to develop regardless of what it is that you are trying to do. So after developing these micro skills, how did you realize uh, that the book business was the main area for you? So that was another way that I kind of pivoted out of event planning world into personal growth. So I started doing digital marketing work and this incredible opportunity came to me um, actually through my partner at the time that I was working with and he had written five books and a publisher approached him and said, hey, um, we want to write a book on, you know, biohacking stuff. And he was partially interested and partially overwhelmed by how much work it would be. And I was studying neuroscience as well at, at the same time as writing, doing digital marketing. And I said, no, we have to, like, you've got to do this. And I said, and I, I'll write it with you. And so pitching that, like leveraging myself into this spot um, was a, a smart career move. And I knew it was because I knew that then if I aligned myself with an already published author, that that would give me more clout in my industry. And so I was lucky enough then to arrange um, an opportunity to author that book as well, because a lot of the times when you start, um, you would maybe work with a published author, but you don't have your name on the book. Um, however, I was actually able to get myself uh, to be an author in the book because I was studying neuroscience and I was a woman and I used those those things because in the world of tech there are not a lot of women and so that was kind of my pitch then to the publisher um, of, of how to how to get in there and that was a launching point that book not only turned me out as a writer but it also was a career launching point because it gave me so many opportunities and access to incredible experts. So if anyone who wants to get into the book industry, find someone who's already published and work with them. They often, a lot of these authors don't have all the time in the world. They're busy already. They're maybe CEOs of companies and they need somebody to help them craft their ideas. And that's a really great point. Like a lot of people, you think self-publish your books is definitely the model that I took, but if you could build relationships and you can leverage in a way where, you know, you co-write a book with someone or uh, you partner up with someone in such a way that it gives you more of a reach, more credibility, and it's a win-win relationship. Those are the things you definitely have to do. And for Kay, like, you know, like she happens to know the person, she happened to be doing neuroscience. Like there are some things that definitely lined up there, but it's also a matter of, going for that opportunity because some people the stuff lines up but they may not have decided to co-write the book with the person and let that opportunity slide but Kay decided to go for it because she knew she was capable of it and she knew that it was uh, a great project great move so uh, I'm wondering like I feel like that's a big piece of ditching the job is that action taking part so I'm wondering if you could share with us um 
what's like, how do we take action in the sense of going from initial, like starting phase to actually ditching the job? Like how does the whole action taking process work in all these phases? I think that the first initial steps are to start to link yourself with people who you know, or maybe even you don't know them yet, who could be kind of mentors for you. I think that is so, so critical. I would not be where I am now if I didn't have people in my life who could show me the way, who could say, hey, I work from home. I run an online business. And especially for, you know, younger groups, if you're a student right now, if you're in your early 20s, um, even if you're in your 30s, you're in a great position because there are so many business mentors who will just give you free advice, you know, if you develop a good relationship with them. So I think definitely finding mentors is incredibly, incredibly important because if you don't have people in your life who support what you're up to or know what you're doing, then you're, you know, you're, you're just alone struggling. You know, you need, you need community. Yeah, and I think community is so important. That's one of the reasons I do all these interviews because I get to meet people like Kay who I normally wouldn't meet. And uh, just being exposed to so many different mentors is going to up-level you in all the areas that I am good at. I could definitely, I could quickly look to like a few different people who I've had in my community, past, present, uh, who have really gotten me to where I am. And I'm wondering if you could share with us, how do we build that sense of community and connect with mentors like what is best works for you in that regard well i think certainly looking for groups to connect with now i had done a lot of um early leadership training with um a company called landmark worldwide i had done a lot of personal development training with them but through that i met entrepreneurs who were building you know multi-million dollar businesses so that was a very easy way for me to start to connect with them just through my own personal growth and i would say that anyone who's interested in being in business for themselves needs to work on their own mental toughness skills their own mental resilience so personal growth being in those arenas is not only a smart way to meet the right key people that will help shape you and, and mentor you, but also um, uh, it's just smart, you know, to train yourself in skills that allow you to uh, deal with failure, um, you know, keep going when, when all the instincts in the world, may, when your gut instinct tells you to keep going, but maybe your circumstances are not, you know, pulling for you. So I think finding groups and becoming part of those groups and associations today is so important. Yeah, I mean, we, I could go on and on about how important it is to connect with people. Jibron has that classic quote I use way too much. You were the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, one of the things that's interesting, it's like you're an author, and there are a lot of people who say there's no money in writing books or art or, like, music or not music or like things like that but uh so you are someone who has been able to make money with books so i'm wondering if you can talk about how you've been able to do that and what would you say for some of the best things for a beginner to do well i definitely i love seth godin's advice he says be a linchpin and that's always part of what I've tried to do in business and my own business. So I do run a few other businesses and it's always like, I always think niche, niche. Like if you can 
develop a niche for yourself, then you become someone who's completely in demand. So in terms of books, I have done self-publishing. I have written my own book and been a published author. Did I get paid very well for that? I got paid decent enough in the world of books, um, but a lot of people don't understand how even if you're if you're a published author, you really have to have a huge, huge following and platform to make a ton of money in the book business. So, um, so if, if anyone who wants to get into books, the smartest thing is to work with somebody who has already been a best-selling author because a lot of these people are CEOs, they're geniuses, and they're busy running companies and the work that it takes to actually put out a book, they don't have time for that. So that is, it's actually a super in demand skill right now. And it's also a great way to be, you know, to pivot into whatever field you want to be in. Um, so I have, I think I have the most fun job because I get to sit here, learn all day, create all day and talk to cool people all day for books and shape ideas, shape genius ideas. So I've become like this intersection point of all these geniuses and I just continue to learn more myself. Um, and, and, and now I've positioned myself in a way where I am in demand in my own sphere. So in personal growth, I'm an de in-demand book collaborator, right? Like it's kind of a niche thing, but that's what I would say to anybody is go niche. You know, it's really smart. And I mean, it is interesting. You mentioned the uh, working with best-selling authors and CEOs, and I can see how you only need a few of those types of clients because these are people who have a lot of money. Uh, we're talking about a best-selling status, like a big best-selling status, like the New York Times or a Wall Street Journal or USA Today. And mm -hmm. there are people who will pay a lot of money for that. I know some of the prices for other people, like low four figures, mid five figures, like the prices get up there depending on what the service is. So you definitely only need a few of those types of people to make a full-time income. So how do you go about finding these types of people, starting the relationship and then getting into a partnership? I think a lot of people think too small about themselves and their careers. And I think that's the number one thing that I have that, that is different for me. I've always thought big. I believe big. And I don't stop there. I just keep going. So, um, you know, did I even, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, did I know Vishen Lakiani, who I'm working with now? No, I didn't know him. Right? But I threw my shingle out there and, um, you know, and connected with Mind Valley and met Vision, and he needed a book collaborator. Right. So I think that um, a lot of people would be afraid to connect. And I think that's the biggest one of the biggest pieces of advice I could give anybody is if you have an idea or a gut instinct to connect with some big name, don't be afraid that they're a big name. They're a real person. And it's usually pretty easy to connect with them because everybody else is thinking, oh, I'm terrified, like I'm not gonna reach out. So you differentiate yourself when you're somebody who just says, hey, like, dude, I wanna work with you and here's what I'm willing to do. You also have to be willing to do stuff for them. You don't just ask for what you need, right? So yeah, that's my advice there. <laughs>
I love that advice because one of the things that people think of is I definitely relate to that. Like I definitely understand that people are like this big person. I'm so afraid of reaching out. What's this person going to say? They're probably going to ignore my email because so many people reach out to them. But I feel like because someone is, it could be one of these like weird, uh, illusions like they're still getting a ton of people reaching out to them, but I don't think it's as many people as we think because there are a lot of people who are afraid of reaching out to that person. And then if a lot of the emails they get are like junk or whatever, then like yours could really stand out. So I definitely see how it is a lot easier uh, than people think to actually reach out to these types of people. Um, But let's put this in the context of a job because a lot of people are looking to diss their jobs. So one of the things that people have to be able to do is figure out how do I reach out to these CEOs and do all this stuff for the book business and how do I have my job? And then one of the challenges uh, some people have is having a bad job, a job that burns them out, a job that sucks away their energy. So uh, what's your advice for those people? Is there a way to like push through and like, turn on a switch when they get home or is the better option to find a different job uh, for the short term? Well, I love that question because now we get into the mindset work of it all. And um, I would consider myself an expert on this, but um, so I think there's a couple different ways, but I do think that if you're in a job that you hate, like don't just go, quit tomorrow because if you don't have no money, like, you know, like that's the one important thing where a lot of people do make that mistake. They don't have a war chest. They don't have money. They just think they're going to stop what they're doing, quit, and then go start another job and make a ton of money or build their own business overnight and be successful. That's not how it works. Mostly for most people. So, um, so I, but I do think that a job that is, killing your soul is crushing you in so many ways. And I think that if you're in that position now, it's time to have a conversation with yourself of how do you kind of move out of that in a way that financially works for you. And maybe it is to, you know, maybe if you're making $40,000 and you're like a junior at a marketing company or something and you want to get out of that place and it's killing you, Maybe it is time to just go get a job at Starbucks and start, you know, you know, because maybe that place would be better. And, and I'm just pulling Starbucks out of the air, but maybe that would be a better environment for you. I think that mood and how you feel and being passionate every day and being joyful every day also is something that's going to propel you and is so, so critical because if you're not locked in passionately, you're just you're, I mean, what are you doing with your life? You know, like it, it becomes that big of a question, you know, we're here to live and we're here to be passionate and we're here to be self-expressed. So, um, and I know it's difficult financially, right? So I think, but I think there are ways and sometimes you have to make some concessions of how do I get happier by, you know, maybe getting another job um, what kind of, what kind of things, maybe I'd move back with my parents for a couple of years while I, you know, whatever deals you can work out. Sometimes you need to do that when you start your own operation. Yeah. I mean, the mindset is really important and just being able to switch. I know, I know K through Starbucks just as an example. Uh, but if you find that that kind of a job or a different kind of a job is a better environment for you, 
Uh, that could be an option where you go there, you go home feeling more energized, you go home with a better mindset to do the book business work or to do the other work that you're doing. So that's something you can ditch your job to do. And one of the things you'll want to do along the journey is to continue, of course, listening to this podcast, but to continue following people like Kay. And we'll be linking to some of her stuff in the show notes, but I'm wondering if you can share with us where we could find you so we can continue following you on your journey. Yeah, of course. You guys can follow me on Instagram um, at I am K Walker, K-A-Y Walker, not the letter K. And once again, my website is www.imkwalker, K-A-Y Walker.com. And you can follow me. Um, I'm always writing kind of my own little transformational, I call them micro blogs. They're like mini stories. Um, to really get people to think about um, their life and think about their career and what changes they need to make on a daily basis to succeed. Well, okay. Thank you so much for sharing those resources. They'll be in the show notes. And once again, thanks for coming on uh, Ditch the Job and sharing all of your great insights with us. It was such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much, Mark. It was a pleasure to be here.